Good morning. Today's Chumash portion, the combined portion of Ayakel Pchudei, today being Tuesday, the third portion of that combined portion, chapter 37, verse 17. Ayakel Pchudei is virtually a repetition of Teruma and Tetzave. The difference between Truma and Tetzave and Vayakel and Pekude can be expressed very simply. Truma and Tetzave is how God told Moshe. Vayakel and Pekude is how Moshe conveyed that to the Jewish people. As Rashi explains, his job is to give the simple interpretation. Rashi assumes once he gives it, you remember it. That's why Vayakel and Pekude have less Rashi than most Torah portions, because Rashi assumes that if you need to know what he means, you can go back to the Rashis in Truma Tetzave. And the same will be for this class. We're not going to go into the same detail as we did in the earlier portions, because we can go back, and uh, the class on the internet has archives. You can go back and see the book and all of that stuff. Okay, 3717. Bayas has a menorah, and he made the menorah, he being Betzalel, Ben Uri, Ben Chur, he was the chief architect, he was the chief uh, builder, contractor. And by the way, it's important to point out that this Betzalel, who was the son of Uri, who was the son of Chur, who was the son of Miriam, so Betzalel would be Miriam's great grandson was about 13 years old, or maybe even under 13 at the time. He was studying for his bar mitzvah while he was building the tabernacle. He was this brilliant, brilliant kid. Miksha also samaneira, beaten work, he made the menorah, yerecha bekona, its base and its shaft. Giviyeho, its cups, kapteira, its knops, ufrocha, and its flowers, the various designs of the menorah, mimenohoyo, are from that same big block of gold and amazing feet. Eighteen, vishisha, konimyetsim, itzideho, and there are six branches coming forth from the central shaft of the menorah, shlosha, kene menorah, three branches of the menorah, mitzidoha, echad, were from one side, or shlosha, kene menorah, three branches of the menorah, mitzidoha, sheni, were from the other side. And as we talked earlier, there are various interpretations as to what the menorah looked like. The Rebbe follows the Rambam's interpretation that the menorah was right angles or whatever it's perpendicular, not rounded but angled. 18, Vishisha, uh, we did that. 19, Shlesha Gevi'im Mishukadim Bekona Ho'echa, the design had three almond shaped cups in one branch, Kafter Vaferach, a nap and a flower, Shlesha Gevi'im Mishukadim. And three almond-shaped cups, Bekona Echad, in the other branch, meaning in each branch, Kafta Vafera, Kain Lashesh Sakona, Yetzimamaneira, the six branches were identical. Briefly to point out again that according to the Rambam and the Rebbe talks about this, the cups were like goblets which were upside down, symbolizing the pouring down of blessings, pouring out of blessings. Twenty of Amaneira Arba Gevi'im, <clears throat> and the candlestick, the menorah had four cups, Mishukadim Amad Sheib, with its knops and flower designs. And a knop under the two branches with one piece. 
Each of the branches, of the six branches, which came forth from it, their knops, and their branches, are from the same one piece of gold. Again, an amazing feat. Kula, Miksha, Achas, Zov, Toyer, all of it, one beaten work of pure gold. 23 Vayasas, Nedesea, Shiva, he made its lamp seven, Umakachel, Machtesea, Zohav, Toyer, its tongues and snuff dishes, pure gold. Kikar, Zohav, Toyer, also Esam, a talent that's a volume of pure gold, a massive amount of gold he used for the menorah. He made the menorah, the Eskolkela, and all of its vessels. Just to share a little bit of Hasidic teachings on the menorah. The menorah <coughs> was created to bring light into the world, to bring godliness into the world. Now, what is the importance of the menorah? And why did the menorah have to be made of one piece of gold? This is to teach us that all of the light in the world and all of the wisdom in the world goes back to Hashem. It's all one piece. It's not many, but it's one. That's the idea of Achdus Hashem, that the light of wisdom as it comes into the world, the energy of God as it comes into the world is one and then divides into many. It is the job of the Jew to create from the many to create one. Therefore, we have the important symbolism <coughs> of oil in Jewish life. As King David says in his beautiful words in Tehillim, Kashem and Atov, Hayored al Arosh, like the wonderful oil which flows down the head, coming down the beard of Aaron HaKohen. What is the symbolism of oil, of olive oil? Oil rises above everything. Oil is pure. Oil is godly. Oil does not assimilate. The essence of the Jew rises above all of his external experiences. And that's why in the Hanukkah story, the oil had to have the signature of the Kohen Gadol. No matter what happened to the Jewish people as they assimilated into the Greek uh, Syrian culture, that essence of Jewish oil had to remain pure. That's the symbolism of the menorah being made of one pure piece of gold that the core of the Jew, the light of God as it comes into the world, must be one whole piece and not made up of many, creating a whole bunch of uh, paradoxical dichotomies, which is what life is all about. Okay, verse 25, And he made now the altar, that's the incense altar, there were two altars in the tabernacle. One was a large altar made for sacrifices, stood in the courtyard. You ascended it with a ramp. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about a small altar here, which was used morning and evening or afternoon by the Kohen Godel for incense. Amma Orka, a cubit in length. It was a tiny altar. The Amma a cubit is about a foot and a half, so it's like 18 inches square. The Amasayim Kemasi, about 36 inches high. It had horns or corners made from the same wood. This wood was overlaid with gold. 26. It was overlaid with pure gold. As Gaga, the roof or top of this altar. As Kiresev and the sides, all around. As Karnesev and its corners or horns. 
Vayasle, and they made for it Zer Zohav Sobiv, a crown of gold, round about. It also had two rings of gold under it. of Caddy Corner on the two corners. So assuming this was the menorah, the ring was here and here because it was light. So all you needed was two rings for the staves to go through. And two rings he made for its crown. Under its crown, the two corners for the two sides. Levotim for housing or holders. Levotim for the staves. With which to bear it. And he made the staves of acacia wood. Overlaying them with gold. And he made the holy anointing oil which we learned in great detail about in Kisisa, Vesketeres Asamim, and the pure incense of spices, the art of a perfumer made specifically as the Torah mandates. End of today's portion.